This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You own real estate? You own bonds? Sounds like one of those infomercials. You own real estate? You own bonds? It is not an infomercial, I assure you. Uh, stocks, are we in the biggest bubble in human history? And, and how does that relate to the Great Reset, narrative shifts, gaslighting, and others? I've got a really important intro to today's show you're not going to want to miss. I ask those questions for a reason. That's very deliberate. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, privacy is a right, not a privilege. Get a VPN. Protect yourself. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino now. I uh, really appreciate uh, you tuning in today. It's been a long, we had two days off. In addition to the weekend, which for us is like dog years, is like 75 years off. So it's good to be back on Monday. I got a lot to talk about, including a little bit of a personal update. I'm going through a kind of rough medical thing right now. And uh, not that, you know, I'll explain to you in a minute. Like I said, today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Profiling, surveillance, data harvesting. There are a lot of things not to like about the tech giants. But what can you do about it when you try to rely, when you have to rely on a lot of their products? We get it. Well, the good news is you don't have to rely on a lot of their products and you don't need to be a billionaire to take a stand. For less than $7 a month, you can join me and fight back against big tech by using ExpressVPN. How do you think these big tech companies make their money? Well, if you, you're the product. They track your searches, video history, everything you click on. Then they sell your personal data. I was just reading an article about this the other day. ExpressVPN helps you anonymize much of your online presence by hiding your IP address. I use it. We use it. I don't go on the internet without it. We use ExpressVPN on all our devices, it makes it difficult for them to exploit our data for their own profits. Just tap one button on your computer or phone, boom, you're protected. That's all it takes. You don't like big tech tracking you like I don't and selling your data for profit, it's time to fight back. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino right now to get three extra months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joseph, welcome back. Let's go. And we are back, Dano. Here we go. Baby. I know. It's good to talk to you. It's been, yeah. a, it's been a while. For, you know, we don't take a lot of breaks, as you no. all probably figured out. We actually didn't take any breaks ever for any holidays for, what, five years? We had, you know, listen, you can't be a capitalist and an entrepreneur and tell everyone else to work hard. So our theory early on was like we would do a show on Thanksgiving and Christmas and every other day when everyone else was off and they would find our show. And it worked. I mean, we're the number seven show in the in the world. So thanks to you. We appreciate that. Listen, before I get into the content, had a great time over Thanksgiving. I hope you had a really wonderful Thanksgiving with your family. Uh, went down to Miami, had to relax a little bit. I got some really bad kind of medical news. The only reason I bring it up is not to, uh, uh, you know, not to TMI, everyone. We have the running joke on my radio show. Uh, but it, I'm going to look a little banged up for the next couple months. Uh, as I told you, I'm having a hard time breathing. So I'm uh, going to have to have uh, my septum rebuilt because it totally collapsed from uh, years and years of just damage from the boxing stuff, you can see. Um, but then I had some really bad news about my elbow uh, this weekend. I can't move my elbow anymore, my left elbow. Uh, I got to have a really 
nasty surgery. I mean, they got to open it up on both sides. Probably going to have to stay in the hospital overnight. He's going to throw a picture up. I probably shared too much with you all, but I love you all. And that's my elbow. That's the x-ray. For those of you who are doctors or radiologists, it's probably the ugliest one you've seen in a long time. There's a lot of arthritis and bone spurs in there. Interesting. I guess the, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I guess the the lesson, Joe, is tap early, tap often if you're going to get into the whole Brazilian jiu-jitsu space. That's just, I got banged up. So at surgery scheduled for early February, I'm, I I don't know how many days I'm, uh, you know, I'll try to do it on Friday. It's Friday, you know, it is a Friday. So we'll see. All right, let me get to the show. I appreciate your patience. It's a Monday. Sometimes I do a little too much information on a Monday. You own stock, you own real estate, you own bonds. You know, listen, I don't get into this um, predicting, you know, 22 out of the last three recession stuff. There are a lot of people out there who do that. They're always, you know, oh, there's a recession coming. I think the logic there is you'll look like the Stygian witches. You'll look like Karnak from Johnny Carson. If you predict a a recession, you know, Joe, every three months, eventually one's going to happen. If I tell you every morning when I wake up, the worst recession ever is going to happen today. And then one hits and the market crashes and nobody realizes I've said it a lot. All of a sudden, it makes you look like you predicted it. If you do that, I don't do that, but some people do. But, you know, when guys say this stuff, who know what they're doing in the markets, you know, I pay attention. So this was headlining um, Drudge this morning, who I occasionally check to see how crazy, because he's my competitor, uh, how crazy he's gotten with the liberal stuff. But this was at Top Market Watch. Uh, an investor, Robert Kiyosaki, who wrote that book. I think it was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Nice guy. Um, you know, uh, had he thinks the economy's in the biggest bubble in world history. God have mercy on us all. The article's in the newsletter. I encourage you to read it. He makes some good points. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Ladies and gentlemen, what worries me about this is, why am I starting to show with this today? You know, this great reset crowd. The Klaus Schwab globalist, uh, they're all in the great reset crowd. The idea that we're going to use a world crisis to reset the world from a freedom-oriented place, at least in the United States and some other places, to a top-down totalitarianism, that's what the great reset is. They, I mean, the book is called by Klaus Schwab, The Freaking Great Reset. That's the name of the book, without the freaking. That's the name of the book. They see these crises as an opportunity for a narrative shift. So the irony of this whole thing is it's this great reset totalitarian liberal socialist crowd that centralizes the economy, gives you the double barreled, screws everything up by loading governments up with debt, giving people money who don't deserve it and didn't work for it. Then when the whole house of cards collapses, what do they do? They blame it on free market conservative entrepreneurial types like us. And then people get mad. And then they're like, you see... Those damn conservatives did it. And you have like this oddly reinforcing narrative loop. Folks, please don't laugh like this. The reason I bring this up is I agree with uh, Robert. We are in a huge bubble. You own bonds. Interest rates are going to continue to go up. Those bonds, the value is going to continue to collapse. Stocks are way overvalued. Real estate's overvalued. You're going to start seeing that as interest rates go up and mortgages get more expensive. Everybody's going to take a haircut soon. The only question is how much hair is going to get cut off. This all happened precisely because of the cancerous rot that is liberalism. Yet you saw, and you know it. If you go back and read history books, you were taught what in grammar school? Joe, you were probably taught this. That hmm. After the Great Depression, who saved us? FDR, the, the New Deal. Yeah, that was- Big government's been saved. That yeah. is total BS. 
I don't have time to discredit and debunk the entire thing, but it's all you can see it from any sane economist. That's not what happened. That is not what happened. They did not save us FDR. The war, World War II, and coming home from the war and the boost in the consumer economy is eventually what saved us and stopped some of the madness. You saw the same thing after the housing crisis. Sorry, I don't mean to go, but you know, big banks did it. Did they do it? I mean, big banks screwed themselves over too. They lent a bunch of money to people. It's as simple as this, to buy homes who couldn't afford the damn homes. That's it. That's the story. And yet you 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 saw these, oh gosh, look at these, uh, the conservative economics. Good. All, if all we had a free-for-all economy. That's not what happened. The left wanted people in homes who couldn't afford them. They are on the record talking about Fannie and Freddie. Look at Barney Frank's interactions up on Capitol Hill, telling these banks to lend people money that they didn't have, saying to do it based on race. They did this over and over. And then shockingly, a lot of people didn't have the money to pay it back and the market collapsed. Yet to this day, people will still tell you that liberty and freedom-based economics caused the housing recession and also caused the Great Depression, and liberalism got us out of both. That is colossal BS. How banks lending people money to buy stuff that they never paid back worked out for the banks, many who went out of business, is bananas. It's insane. I, I'm very worried about this. Because I think we are on the verge of a major, major economic correction. Here's more evidence right here. Washington Examiner. Consumer sentiment on housing falls to a record low as the Fed hikes rates. Uh, hikes, hikes rates. Folks, if the media would just to tell people the truth, when things get bad enough with a liberal rot ruining our society, there would be a course correction. The problem is there's never a course correction after the Great Depression and the Great Recession because the lying slime bag media keeps telling people we did it, despite the fact that I'm warning you right now, like the market watch guy, Robert, involved in this piece here. I'm warning you right now, us spending money we don't have and continuing to print it and giving it to people who didn't earn it is going to cause another crisis. It doesn't matter. Afterwards, they will still claim people like me who warned you did it and the liberals who did it saved you. Oh, man. Be careful. Things just aren't bad enough yet, folks. I told you at the uh, after the last election, when we did okay, the Republicans, but not great. And I acknowledge that this weekend in my rebuttal. I had a rebuttal segment at the interview. Uh, the debate segment was back on my Fox show. I acknowledge that this wasn't the red wave, a lot of... Uh, prognosticators told us about, but it wasn't bad either. And I also acknowledge that things probably just aren't bad enough yet for people. What worries me again is when they get bad enough, I'm warning you they could get bad. And it's the, the uh, media, the clown media is still going to tell people we did it. Here's more evidence of my things aren't bad enough yet theory. Saw this pop in the New York times. I was uh, going through uh, material this morning for the show. New York times. Meet the voters who fueled New York's seismic tilt toward the GOP. Now, forget the stupid red wave stuff. And uh, there was a red revolution in some places, a lot of places, North Carolina, Florida, and yes, even in New York, where the GOP made mammoth-sized gains in Congress and elsewhere. The Republican Party did really well in New York, so much so, even political playbook 
That's where I saw this article this morning. They, they had to acknowledge, yes, there were some statewide red waves, not the national one we thought. But I keep telling you about New York City and the it hasn't gotten bad enough yet theory because I lived through it. I can't emphasize this enough. When Rudy Giuliani first ran, he lost. And people were like, Joe, people were like, how the hell did this guy lose? Yeah. There's 2,000 people just got murdered in New York City. How the hell does the law and order Southern District of New York U.S. attorney running on a crackdown lose? And he lost by a sliver. Because things weren't bad enough yet. We are getting there now. You saw the economic news I opened up the show with, which I rarely do. But they will get bad enough nationwide. And there will be a renaissance and a turnaround. America's best days are ahead. That is the Monday morning good news. I am sure of it. And unlike back in the recession, the Great Recession and the Great Depression, we have media outlets, this show, podcasting, Fox News, radio, Newsmax, other channels, to get the message out that they did this, that we didn't have years ago. Not to the extent we have now. You got Elon now over at Twitter. You got True Social. We have channels now. But read this New York Times piece. And yeah, they, I, Proof positive my it has to get bad enough theory is true. They talked to this lady, a Miss Frankel, the New York Times. This is the Times. It's not conservative review. So Miss Frankel is a political independent who reviled Donald J. Trump, and they know something changed. She gladly voted Republican in this month's midterm elections to endorse the party's tough on crime platform. Ah, ah, listen, there's more. And punish the, quote, seeming indifference she ascribes to Democrats like Governor Kathy Hochul. Listen to this. This is the money quote from this lady they interviewed at the New York Times about the GOP red wave in New York, which did happen. If you don't feel safe, then it doesn't matter what all the other issues are, she said the other day in Great Neck Plaza. Folks, security is both a physical and economic thing. The economic insecurity has not gotten bad enough. The physical security situation in New York and elsewhere is getting there right now. It wasn't enough to take down the governor, but it was a whole more than enough to take down a number of Democrat congressmen in New York. What happens in New York City does not stay in New York City. Did you notice where liberalism is its strongest? You are seeing a rebellion. Same situation happened in California. We didn't take down the governor, Newsom, or Hochul in New York, where we got a lot closer. Newsom was a blowout. But a whole lot of Democrat congresspeople in New York and California lost seats who could have and should have won. More liberalism you get, more garbage you get. More garbage you get, more pissed off people you get. And as these people get more pissed off and their personal and economic safety is in literal danger, you are going to see this revolution. It is not stop. Please don't get down. I'm telling you our best days are ahead. We are about to hit this bottom and the economic situation is not going to get any better. How do I know that? Because they're all in, folks. The left is all in on emulating the Chinese Communist Party totalitarian system. All in. If there was ever an all in, they're all in on this. I'll give you a perfect example. Celebrities, big corporations, athletes, Joe Biden. 
Where are they on the protests in China? Protests in China. Some of you are like, what happened? Oh, yeah. You're not hearing much, right? Oh, yeah. Joe heard it. Joe, Joe heard it. You know what it sounds like, Joe? It sounds like your cricket sound effect. Yeah, it did. A little bit. It's, it's, uh, okay. Oh, I thought, you know what? I had to turn my th- little yeah. interference or something like that. Maybe Joe had the compressor or something. I don't know what any of that stuff means. <laughs> Joe just tells me. So it was cricket. So we didn't hear any massive protests. Massive, believe me, by Chinese Communist Party standards, this is a BFD, a big freaking deal. You have, by the tens of thousands, uh, citizens of China erupting against these draconian, immoral, evil, torturous lockdowns, welding people's doors shut so they can't get out of their house because they had a COVID case in there. There was a fire in one of these houses. The fire department couldn't get in, killed 10 people. Here's just 10 seconds, roughly, of some of the protests that erupted in China. And what have you heard from Biden, the celebrity crowd, entertainers, LeBron? Zippo, zero. Here, check this out. Where's that? Where's the statement from? The, where is the strong, angry statement against China for torturing its citizens, welding their doors shut so you can't get out of their homes for COVID to the point where fire department folks can't get in there, firefighters, and they burn to death, like to death, like burn. That really hurts. I had a house burned down once. I didn't burn with it, thankfully, knock on wood. Where's the, where's the, uh, where's the support? Where are all the liberals? They're going to put out a strong statement of condemnation against the Chinese Communist Party for locking people down to the point that they die in their homes? Where's that? Where is that? The answer is it's nowhere because they want this. You will see more of this, more of what you saw in New York, more of what you see in California, more spending, more debt, and more inflation because they want to use the crisis coming. And there is one coming. Believe me, it's happening. It is happening. You are in the midst right now of one of the biggest economic bubbles in human history. That guy is right, Kiyosaki. He is 100% correct. They wanted, they wanted, the great reset crowd wants a China model here. They love this stuff. If they didn't, they would speak out against it. The idea of the government being able to snap its fingers and lock people down and do what it wants is the perfect exemplar for them of what the totalitarian future they wet their pants over is. That's why you don't hear them speaking out. Even the AP's covering it. Crowd angered by lockdowns calls for Xi Jinping to step down. Folks, it's a lot different now. Tiananmen Square was different. You didn't have a cell phone. You didn't have a cell camera. You didn't have Twitter. You didn't have Truth. You didn't have Facebook. You didn't have the ability to bypass via VPN a lot of the internet sensors. Whatever goes down in China, as you just saw from the video I played, you're going to see it. Tiananmen Square video made it out, but you didn't see one one thousandth of what happened there. You're going to see it all in live time. And I want you to understand that this is what they want here. This destruction of your public safety situation, your financial situation, the coming inflation crisis and the collapse in the market value of all those things I told you is not 
an accident. They want this. That when it collapses, they're going to use useful idiots in the media to blame free market economics for it. Get people to call for more totalitarianism because this is what they want. I'll show you more about this in a second. Who else is calling? What Klaus Schwab, the, the Great Reset guy who wrote the book on the Great Reset. What he says about China. It's their own words, man. I'm going to play it for you. Coming up, it's right there. It's right there. I'm excited about the show today. Well, Monday morning, a little worried. I can tell. Welcome back. <laughs> I think it's a lot of energy pent up from yeah. the weekend. You wouldn't think I would have burned a lot of energy this weekend, but it was, I had to cool out. I had a rough, uh, the rough news got in my head Friday. I got to tell you. After seeing that x-ray, I was like, what? That's my, oh, what the hell's that? Like, is that the worst elbow you've seen on a 40-year-old? Guys, like, that may be the worst elbow I've seen ever on an any-year-old. It's like, all right. Look more like a dog leg. The, <laughs> the arthritic dog leg, right? <laughs> hey, if you own a home and you're looking to save some money before the new year, you have to call my friends at American Finance. He's a great company. Customer service is their thing. They're saving people like you an average of $695 a month. Think of what that can, you can do with that kind of money. You can pay off some bills, add to your savings, pretty much anything you want. As long as you call American Financing. The process is simple. It's really simple. There's no obligation, no upfront fees. Let them show you how to get the cash you need to start the new year without all that credit card debt. It only takes a 10-minute call to learn more. If you start soon, you could delay up to two payments. That's right. Two mortgage payments, putting more cash in your pocket for holiday gifts, expenses, whatever you want. Call now. There's no reason to delay putting yourself in a better financial situation, a better financial position. Here's the number for American Financing. It's 888-994-7660. That's 888-994-7660. Or you can visit them online. The website is AmericanFinancing.net. .net, not .com, .net. AmericanFinancing.net. Check them out. It's a great company. Really, really great customer service. They'll take care of you. NMLS 182334. Uh, NMLS Thanks, American. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. They want this stuff. They want it. The goofball entertainment community, useful idiot media types, swampies, big government Republicans too, huge government Democrats. They want the China totalitarian model here, and they can't wait for an economic and public safety and health crisis to use these crises to usher it right in. Oh, come on, Dan. It's not like they would call China a role model. Ah, the verdict is in. You're full of crap. Of course they would. Western Journal. Here's the story. Read it yourself. Be in the newsletter today. You all right over there? Yeah. You okay? Oh, yeah. All right. Just checking on Guy. I hit the thing. I was getting a little worried. <laughs> Klaus Schwab. This are, read this article yourself. The Western Journal. Klaus Schwab. So Klaus Schwab runs the World Economic Forum, one of these globalist organizations. He is also the author of the book. Again, I hate the word literally, you know it, literally titled The Great Reset. That's the title of the book. 
So for all the fact checkers out there, you can go out there and put it in your Google search engine you love so much, and it'll come right up. It's the name of the book. Here, Western Journal, Klaus Schwab reveals who, who, who he really is as he introduces a new role model for countries. So Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum, Great Reset Guy, says that countries have a role model out there. Who is that? Who's, who's the role model? Well, he did an interview with a Chinese state-affiliated media. Wow, during the CEO summit in Bangkok. Klaus Schwab says he sees the Chinese system as a, quote, <laughs> role model for other nations. Folks, folks, this is from the, hold on. You can't make this up file. It's right there. Now, I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the, the fact checkers to pounce. You know, they love to pounce. To pounce on this and claim it's missing context. So here's the context. Let's give you the rest of it. Quote, Klaus Schwab. I think it's, talking about China, I think it's a role model for many countries, he said. While clarifying that each country needs to make its own decisions, Schwab did say that the Chinese model is certainly a very attractive model for quite a number of countries. They just welded their people inside of a building, had a fire in a building. Ten people died due to draconian, unscientific lockdowns. They beat the living out of people who protest. They have thousands upon thousands of political prisoners. They have Uyghur torture camps because they don't like their Muslim population. And yeah, old Klausy Poo, he's like, yeah, it's an attractive model for quite a number of countries. Really? Are we one of them? Because it's not a role model for me. They could go stick it up their rumps. I don't want that model. I'm not into top-down torture regimes. I don't know about you, but gulags are not my bag of donuts, folks. Not down with that at all. Now, there are, oh, by the way, this is who they are. This is who they are. You understand that, right? They are totalitarian, hardcore communists. Who, China? No, no, obviously China. The media people, the swampies, and the great reset liberals here, they're the same thing. Here, you want to see one of the dumbest people in media, Taylor Lorenz, She's always on some video crying about, oh my God, people are making fun of me. Please stop, put a diaper on. It's pathetic. This, this genuinely weak human being, just a pathetic, pathetic. She's all, all in on the censorship totalitarian regime. And the minute she opens her mouth and says something dumb, which is every minute of the day, and people respond. She starts whining and moaning. Oh my gosh, poor me. This is one of the useful idiots we've been warned about for years. Here's Taylor Lorenz saying, there's no lasting immunity to COVID. She's talking about the China lockdown policy. The Washington Post wrote a piece. She says, you can get COVID over and over because there are so, uh, so many endlessly evolving strains and antibodies wane. Okay, but wait, hold that up for, for a second, Keith, please. Number one, if you are taking any medical advice from this tier one level dipwad, I'm really sorry, but you need to seek professional psychological assistance immediately. There isn't a human being on planet Earth who understands less about more stuff than Taylor Lorenz. That's not how immunity works, you idiot. Just because you get a virus doesn't mean you have no immunity to it. You may get it and get a lesser version of it because you caught it naturally and your body's antibodies may take a while. There are B cells, there are T cells. Unlike Taylor, 
I'm not a doctor. I will seek a doctor's advice when trying to explain the deets of that. This idiot puts on her account, there's no lasting natural immunity as if it's a black or white thing. Morons. Here, here's the best part. Yeah, yeah. Too, Wait, much stupid 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 Too much stupid on the field. Too much stupid. Reviewing the play after Joe's. There it is. Joe's correct. Too much stupid on the field. Thank the you. play's been reviewed. There's a second part. Believe it or not, it gets dumber. Also, she notes, choosing not to kill off millions of vulnerable people, as the U.S. is doing, isn't a critical flaw in the China strategy. <laughs> this, is, this is choosing. Choosing. We are now choosing to, hey, you, yeah, you vulnerable? Yeah, yeah, whack that mother right there. Get rid of him. <laughs> this is this idiot choosing. Guy says she's the queen of useful idiots. She is. She is. Well, we don't, you don't want to gender her. She could be the king of useful idiots. I mean, come on. I mean, what's her pronouns? They, they, oh, yeah, she does make that. The cat lady seems like she does. She does. The cat lady is like, again, a, a Stephen Hawking level physicist compared to this moron. Folks, they want. The point is, I kind of went off a little too much. The point is, they want this. This is what they want. They, they the big government types here, are great resetters who want to use this crisis. The financial one, I opened up the show with. That's coming. Trust me, it's coming. The physical uh, public safety one that's already here. The crime crisis around the country, and the health crisis by COVID, and God forbid, what's next. They are not using this to solve problems. They are using it to usher in a totalitarian government like China. They love it. They tell you every day, Klaus Schwab, China's a role model. Taylor Lorenz, that's not a flaw. That's a great system, locking people in apartments and getting them killed. No, no, come on, Dan, you're being harsh on them. They're following the science. Are, are they? Are they following the science? I got a video coming up for you next because now we have actual science. We have data on what happened with the school closures after COVID, suicide rates, mental health problems through the roof, kids losing two to three years of educational attainment. But Taylor Lorenz said, we're still killing millions of people, but we, we did emulate some of China's stuff, Taylor. And what happened? Kids got dumber and depressed and we have a crisis in mental health right now. That's the actual science. So the guy who says he is the science, Fauci, he had something to say about that. So, of course, he came out and said, you know, I've looked at the science and these school closures were such a terrible idea. We're never going to do that again. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. Because it's not about the science to them. It's about the Great Reset, whatever you want to call it. I'll get to that in a second. Let me get to my uh, next sponsor. Really appreciate your patience. Good companies. They want to talk to you. X chair. I'm sitting in one right now. You always see me kind of messing with the handles. I like it. Put it this way on the show, this way during the radio show. X chair's biggest sale of the year is here, so you don't have any excuse now not to get yourself a really comfortable X chair. Listen, with this deal, you can get X chairs for everyone in your Christmas list, and you should. Get them one for everyone in your office, too. X chair is offering up to $600 off. I didn't say that wrong. That's $600 off, including a free heat and massage unit, but only now through Cyber Monday. You snooze, you lose, so don't miss this chance to buy the most luxurious, comfortable, supportive, fashionable, ergonomic, amazing office chair and save up to $600. I won't sit in anything else. You deserve this chair. Your body and back deserve this chair. I'm here all day. It's hard to sit in anything else here. Your job deserves this chair. 
Your entire office deserves an X-Chair. Pick them up today. Remember, this incredible deal is only available through Cyber Monday. So if you want to save up to 600 bucks on your X-Chair and receive a free heat and massage unit, go to xchairbongino.com now. That's the letter X, chair, B-O-N-G-I-N-O.com, xchairbongino.com. Xchairbongino.com. Go today to save up to $600 on an X chair. Again, Xchairbongino.com. You won't regret it. It's an awesome chair. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Okay. So again, is this all about this? We told us about the science, right? That this isn't a great reset or whatever euphemism you want to use to usher in the totalitarian China regime here, which is, believe me again, what they want. Trust me, I would not steer you wrong. Here's Fauci, who thankfully is leaving his position. One of the most destructive public health figures we've seen in the history of the United States who has almost, almost single-handedly destroyed faith in public health institutions, given all of his misstatements, whether intentional or otherwise, given his, his faux bravado, his hubris, a guy who was taking contrasting positions on just about every issue, a destructive force in public health like we haven't seen in modern times. He knows the school closures were a disaster. Listen to me. He knows it. The data's there. So he's asked about it. Coming out of the holidays, should parents expect schools to shut down? I don't know, uh, uh, Margaret. I'm not sure. When, when you talk about shutting down schools, there's always the collateral That's also effects. radioactive. <laughs> exactly. There's always the collateral issues. You're not sure? What are you not sure? I thought you were the science. Remember Fauci? I am the science. I represent science. The science is there. The science and data is there. If you ever needed a stamp of approval that this show has warned you about this great reset crowd, that this is what they want. And again, I folks, I don't care what you call it. I know how the, the fact check goons and the communists and the fact checking regime, they'll say, well, they play the euphemisms game. Oh, this isn't a great reset. It's the Schmate deset or whatever the hell it is. I don't care what you call it. It is a vehicle to use a series of crises to usher in a totalitarian government. That's what that means. This is what they want. This has nothing to do with science at all, not even a little bit. Ushering in this totalitarian regime, however, requires one important critical component. They cannot do it without this. Ladies and gentlemen, that's narrative and messaging control. Gaslighting, which was I just saw on Fox this morning. Was it like word of the year or something like that? Last year it was vaccine. Not some stupid thing or whatever. You know, at the end of the year, you get these lists. They call them listicles and stuff in the business. You get lists of stuff. Top 10 things of the year, whatever. We don't, I don't do that crap on the show. Only, you know, maybe the day before a holiday to kind of loosen it up. But we don't do kickers on the show. Because you know what's a kicker? The kicking the balls I get every day having to deal with commies who want to usher in totalitarianism here. I don't need kickers. I get enough. 
You need narrative control and gaslighting. You have to gaslight people. You have to tell them the lie. Tell them the lie confidently. Tell the lie often and isolate them from the truth. A perfect example of gaslighting is how I opened up the show, how we are staring into the abyss of a major economic crisis. It's looking us right in the face. Here's inflation. Here's asset bubbles. Here's stock market valuations. Here's money we're spending. Here's the money we don't have. Here's consumer confidence. All of these things are saying, bad news ahead. And what are we doing? We keep going off the cliff because we're isolating people from the truth. The media is not telling you that the Democrats and sadly swampy Republicans too, not conservatives, are still spending money we don't have that are causing this crisis. They want the crisis because they want this great reset. But they have to be able to isolate you from the truth. And one of the ways they did that, isolating you from the truth about who did this and got you to believe FDR solved the Great Depression, the housing crisis in 2009 was caused by conservatives. Dumb beyond belief is by keeping the message suppressed. The media reports the opposite. That's why they're freaking out over Elon Musk taking over Twitter. I'm not jumping all in yet, but Elon's done a good job so far. It appears opening up the platform. The Trump uh, tweet, uh, Trump Twitter account is back. He took a poll indicating he may get more people back on the platform who were banned for obvious political reasons. But I want to show you what's going on on Twitter to control the message. Narrative control is everything in totalitarianism, and they rely on useful idiots. So they're freaking out that Elon's going to open the platform. So I saw this this weekend. Look at all. I'm going to put up some tweets here. By the way, that goofball, the, the Alexander Vindman, that uh, the, remember the, the zero at the, uh, oh, the yeah. Trump impeachment yeah, thing, yeah. pretending to be some kind of national hero. Like, oh, my gosh. He's a military guy. You can't attack him. Really? You tried to put Mike Flynn, a decorated general, in jail for a made-up crime. Hard pass. Shut the up. You can sit in a corner about your military guy. You don't care about military guys. If military guys go out and pump an anti-Trump narrative, they're great. If military guys who are real heroes go out there and stand for liberty and freedom, throw them in jail so you can shut the up, okay? Hard pass. Vindman got caught. Look at this, these tweets. Kind of weird that Elon Musk gets to decide how like a half a billion people communicate. Way too much power for one erratic in, uh, individual to wield, don't you think? Keep going and keep going. Keep scrolling if you're watching on Rumble. And it's weird. All of these accounts all saying the same thing. Kind of weird. 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 Here's Alexander Vindman. Kind of weird. It's, you know, it's crazy. Abigail. Oh, Abigail. Oh, look at this. This is so weird. And Abigail Disney verified. I don't even know if that's verified. You see what that is, folks? It's all AstroTurf. It's all fake. This looks like bots. It's a bot-generated message that the left uses to make you believe that there's this big effort out there in the grassroots, Joe, to get Elon Musk to censor content on Twitter. But if it's so real, how come all these accounts keep tweeting the almost exact same verbatim word-for-word -word message? Because it's not real, ladies and gentlemen. None of what you see out there is real on the left. None of it. There is a core group of very small Soros-funded and funded by others as well, a Pierre Omadire and others, 
They fund a lot of these left-wing censorship groups that push out these fake tweets and they make it seem that one goofball like the cat lady sitting in her basement feeding her cats and Taylor Lorenz is speaking for millions of the masses. They are speaking for one person themselves. That's why they're always grifting for money. When their Soros money runs out, they're like, please give us money because nobody cares about these idiots. Elon just got to look at this. Here it is here. Here's his tweet. The amount of professional psyops on Twitter is ridiculous. At least with the new verified system, they'll pay $8 for the privilege. <laughs> ha ha. Yeah. Elon, so his take is, all right, you want to get verified and send out bot messages? At least give us eight bucks. I go. Now, I, make no mistake, this great reset crowd, of which the censor, remember, uh, yeah, the show's a little too confusing today. I'm sorry. I got a little maybe ahead of myself. I'm a little excited about it. These narrative shows that are a little deeper, I really tend to enjoy a lot. I opened up the show, there's a crisis coming, an economic crisis. There's one here, public safety crisis and a health crisis. The left does not care about solving these crises. They welcome them. They want to bring in this, I don't care what you call it, great reset, new world. I don't give a crap. I'm not into like the euphemisms game. It's a totalitarian regime. A crisis in public health and all these other things is a perfect way to do that. The way to do it is to hide the downsides of a totalitarian regime by gaslighting people. Therefore, the left is always needed censorship. So they use useful idiots to do it. One of them is the cat lady. The cat lady is this lady. She's, I, I don't know. I, I'm guessing lives in mom's basement. No idea. She's always begging for money. Uh, by the way, if you ever want the template to totally annihilate this whole regime, how they do this, just let us know. Shoot me a DM or something because it really is a pathetic crowd. She's up on a stage at this, I don't know, disinformation conference. Who the hell knows? She's up there. This is the craziest part. With Brian Stelter, oh. former CNN host. You would never in a million years think like Stelter. This is how you know you're a total wackadoodle nut job. When Brian Stelter, the leftiest lefty you have ever seen on television, makes Joy Reid look like Ronald Reagan. When Stelter's calling you out for being like a crazy person, you know you've hit rock bottom. Here, take a listen to this. You're viewed by that far right as a pressure campaign to, to censor and stop and shut them down, right? Which is basically what you are. Ooh, that, that's... Um... But you're part, in other words, you're part of the elite cabal. You are part of the threat. You're part of what's hurting real America. I'm just, that is an interesting, this is... This is what we're up against, right? Like this is this is the dynamic that we're up against in this country, that there is a minority that feels loss of power and status, that feels that only outlets like Fox speak to their truth, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, that that's what they've been led to believe, but that's, I mean, yes, the, 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 the spectrum, whatever it is, has moved in this direction. That may, I'm not kidding. That may be the greatest clip we've ever played on the show. But it's, I, I, I'm agreeing with Brian. This is like, do we, you know, those confetti guns? Do we have one? <laughs> I, Brian Stelter, the voice of reason. Do you know how much of a nutbag you have to be for Brian Stelter to call you out on a panel? What is it called? Key, the conference? Joe, the conference called Telling the Truth 2022, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Having, yeah, yeah. having the cat lady on a panel. So he makes an, an interesting point that's true, and I think that's why the cat lady, who, by the way, is the worst public speaker I've ever seen. If you listen to that whole thing, I saw about 20 minutes of it. I was interested in it for various reasons. I'll explain another time. 
She says it like, uh, like, you know, like, like, you know, like, you know, she reminded me of, she reminded me of Alicia Silverstone in Clueless. Oh, last if the worst public speaker I have ever seen, but she's something, you see how uncomfortable she is when Brian Stelter says, wait, wait, you're constantly raging like against this cabal of like right wing people, but like you're the elite cabal. You're funded by rich people to go and attack people who don't have the resources, some of them to fight back. And yet, and then you're driving them into right wing echo chambers where the message is reinforced instead of staying on what you call mainstream platforms. And then you're pretending like you're some outsider. And she's like, oh, did you hear the reaction? Uh, eh." Uh, She's like, diaper, diaper. Does someone have my diaper? This is who they are. This is what they want. This is, yeah, she's about to, yeah, she's about to swing a dead cat and hit Brian Stelter right in the face. This is, she is the great reset crowd. They only pick on people who can't fight back. The minute you wreck them, they back away because there's nothing they can do. They don't like getting destroyed in public or else they can't grift off their people. All right, I got to take a quick break. I want to get to Scary Poppins is back, by the way. And then I got an interesting article from Epic Times about the FBI and their treatment of the January 6th bomber case. What bomber case? Don't go anywhere. Omaha Steaks, folks. You know I love Omaha Steaks. I was a customer way before they were a sponsor because the food is just plain delicious. The holidays are here. Achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. The steak experts in Omaha Steaks have put together special curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. You will be a hero if you go to omahasteaks.com. Use code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, at checkout to get $30 off your order. Send an assortment of mouthwatering favorites guaranteed to impress, like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignons, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Every steak and every entree is flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed, and ready to share with your family and friends. Go to omahasteaks.com. Go today. Use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart. It's a great gift for the stomach too. A gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable, delicious bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. Delicious. He raids my freezer all the time for them because they're so good. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So it's not just, of course, the cat lady who get laughingly uh, wrecked by Brian Stelter on stage of all people. Remember Nina Jankowitz, the uh, disinformation minister, <laughs> Scary Poppins? <laughs> yeah, she's back. Who could forget her? Is right. Fox News, you can read this piece just quick. She's back. Um, she's now registered as a foreign agent. Apparently a foreign affiliated operation wants to use her to probably pump more disinformation. So what happens? She had to register as a foreign agent. I, I thought she was all about, uh, you know, go U.S., here to 
promote free speech and get rid of disinformation campaigns. Now she's registering as a foreign agent or something. This is who these people are. This is who these people are, folks. They are nothing more than grifters. You cut them a check, they will do whatever they can to usher in the new Great Reset era. That's all they do. That's why they are so intimidated by real free speech. All right, moving on. This article will be in my newsletter, too. Please check it out. What the hell is going on with this January 6th bomber case? Just quickly summed up in an abstract. I've had Julie Kelly and Darren Beatty on my radio show and my podcast. They did a whole interview with her last week. I encourage you to check it out. It's evergreen. Julie Kelly and Darren Beatty have been asking very serious questions. Remember the January 6th, quote, insurrection? Most damaging event in U.S. history since 9-11, according to the lefties? Well, there were two alleged bombs planted in front of the Democrat National Committee and Republican National Committee during the, quote, insurrection. Well, this is really fascinating. This just broke this weekend. Apparently, the GOP up on Capitol Hill, a lot of them have been doing a good job. Swampies, not so much, but there's some good people up there. They found another whistleblower who told them that it took over one year for the FBI to mount a full-scale investigation into the pipe bombs. According to the FBI whistleblower, it wasn't until February 7th of 2022, more than a year and a month after the bombing incident, that the Washington field office of the FBI asked its national field offices to investigate and try to identify the man. In that directive, the FBI warned agents that the suspect's motive and ideology remain unknown. Folks, let me ask you a question. If January 6th, according to the FBI and Department of Justice and the left, is the most destructive American event on American soil of terrorism or whatever it may be, political terrorism since 9-11 in Pearl Harbor, then why would you wait a year and a month to start the investigation? You guys have a theory on that? Let me just throw something out of you. Give you my theory. Sorry, I shouldn't have asked huh. the answer at the same time. It's rude. I got a theory on that. Yeah. If you really wanted to find out who robbed the bank and you had evidence, I don't know, maybe a gun, a fingerprint or anything, what happens over time to evidence? You think the evidence gets more robust or it can kind of disintegrate and deteriorate or get gets lost worse. or stuff like that? Just, okay, so, oh, it does. It does. Okay, yeah. It ages. Joe, yeah. But now, now, just to be clear, Joe, you're a fine radio podcast digital producer. Thank you, sir. But you were not Barney Miller, and you had no law enforcement experience prior to that answer, correct? No, I have none, Dan. No, no you have Gee, you? Uh, not so much. <laughs> Can't ask you. I'll tell you that another day. I haven't asked him yet if he's if I can mention it. So I'm not. There's others here today. We got other people. We're expanding. We're expanding. But he is no. Yeah, two out of three ain't. One of them does have law, but they don't. And Joe's not coordinating with them because Joe's in Maryland. But that's kind of strange, right? You'd wait an entire year. It's almost like they don't want to know who he is hmm. or she. Or it's almost as if there wasn't a really a bomber at all. Maybe there was. Maybe there wasn't. Weird. Julie Kelly. Weird. Julie Kelly has an interesting theory on that. It's just strange how Darren Beatty from Revolver got a hold of the FBI surveillance tape, some of which they've released, of the bombing incident. And the scene where the bomb gets placed down there seems to be missing. So strange. You know what's even stranger? How Kamala Harris, the vice president-elect on January 6th, 
went to the DNC. Now, you know the Secret Service and uh, EOD, the Explosives Disposal Unit. You know they do a sweep for bombs around the building. But they didn't find anything. <laughs> Joe, we got to get him a microphone. Keep on is, is there anything about this case he wants to know? This isn't weird. No, there isn't. The lady who <laughs> finds the bomb at the RNC finds it with specifically 20 minutes to go on the egg timer, 20 minutes before the vote count's going to start. She just, well, oh, look what I found. Wow. The bomb, the bomb they found at the DNC is like a bomb from like a movie set. And all it did, the only thing it didn't have was the word bomb on it. It was like a pipe with like an egg timer. A Betty Crocker timer. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Betty Crocker. Right. This is a bomb. Folks, the sweep missed it. The explosive sweep at the, at the DNC missed it. Nobody found the bomb. The video of the bomber seems to be degraded. The video they released, they don't show you him actually placing the bomb there, even though the camera angle clearly has it. They wait a year to start investigating. A year. Again, Joe, just a quick follow-up question. Yeah. You think investigative leads, like, hey, a guy saw a guy who knows a guy who might know Joe robbed the bank. Hmm. Do you think the leads get better or staler after a year? Oh. If you need a minute, it's okay. Well, I think... They, they probably cool off a little bit, yeah. They probably cool off. He's venturing yeah, a guess, yeah. folks. He's throwing that out there into the information ecosystem. I'd say the verdict is in. Joe's correct. Holy cow. It's almost as if they don't want to... Oh, Phil Rizzuto style. Holy cow. It's almost as if they don't want to find the guy or woman or anyone. Now, of course, we could get to the bottom of this by subpoenaing people like Adam Schiff and all these people who promoted the January 6th insurrection narrative. But Adam Schiff was asked about that this weekend. Republicans are about to take over the House because, yeah, it may not have been a red wave, but we won. You know, I had a listener just quickly ask a great question. He says, Dan, for all the people getting down on, uh, there's a great question. I appreciate you sending it. Send it on Facebook. Getting down about the election and the results. Ask the Democrats this. Do you have more or less power after election day? I said, you know what, brother? That's a great question. You have less, a lot less. Because now subpoenas are going to start going out to goofballs like Kinzinger, Adam Schiff, and other lefties, maybe Liz Cheney and others. Maybe we should start asking them about why they haven't followed up on the bomber case in the FBI. But Adam Schiff said this about a subpoena. After putting people in jail, like Steve Bannon and others, as you can see from this headline at Reuters, Trump advisor Steve Bannon charged after defying a subpoena. Let's see what happens to Adam Schiff if he defies a subpoena, because he said this. If you are subpoenaed by Republicans when they take over, will you comply? Um, you know, we'll have to consider the validity of the subpoena. Oh, oh, I thought we weren't doing that. That's not what Steve Bannon did and found himself in jail. I, I mean, by the way, I'm, I'm not kidding. I, if the Republicans play this wussy kind of BS game, oh, my gosh, we got to be careful with this. We don't want to turn off the public. They didn't care. New rules, baby. Their new rules are you defy a subpoena when you question it. You go to jail. I'm expecting, and you should too, Adam Schiff defies that subpoena. I'll expect handcuffs on him too. There's no negotiation on that. No, thank you. One more quick story before I roll. I want you to read this. If you have the Wall Street Journal, if you don't want a subscription only, I get it. Mary Anastasio Grady is a great piece. Just showing you how like really pathetic this government we have in charge now is. Biden's dirty oil deal with Venezuela. 
This is such a kick in the nads. It's hard to believe they tried to get away with this. Biden gave a license to start drilling again for oil in communist Venezuela that tortures their political prisoners while simultaneously still denying oil production here, shutting down permits here, and denying a loan to one of the few U.S. allies in the region, Guyana, who needed a loan to start pumping more oil there. Make no mistake, these are who these people are, folks. This is the great reset they want. Corrupting our FBI, ushering in an economic crisis, a public safety disaster, a public health disaster, all used to create chaos. Chaos breeds need. And need for what? Safety and security. And what's the left's message? We will bring you safety and security if you allow us to usher in this China model here. They have no values at all. They will do anything to support their communist friends like Venezuela. Anything, even at the expense of your livelihood. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. If you wouldn't mind subscribing to the podcast, I know I ask at the end of every show, I don't mean to be annoying, but it's really important to us. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything, and it helps us move up the charts. We were number seven in the country in podcasts. You can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and always on Rumble. We finally, thankfully, thanks to you, hit two and a half million subscribers on Rumble. Thanks to you. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Appreciate it so much. I'll see you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.